hello. Welcome to the 66th episode of the car. <laughs> okay, you know, but so you were trying to be like, okay, I'm going to be like stone face for this. But the problem is that you still did the hand thing, and this is a video podcast now. Uh, oh, so you shit. started off going, see, hello. <laughs> thing is i i was like i was just looking down like so in the moment and then i look up briefly and you're like laughing i, and I was like oh I whatever knew you did not realize whatever. that you were yeah. doing something weird in the video well all right uh welcome to the 66th episode of the cars cast movie cast i'm here as always with my co-host jeff yeah you know um, 66 if you do one more six that's the the devil that's number. the devil then we're getting into sketchy territory um, if we get the 666, you know what? We will make it just a wait. devil episode because that's going to be many years from now. It's going to be over yep. 10 years from now. Yeah. What are we going to do for our 69th? That's coming up. We got to uh, do You something. know what? What will we, we do? <laughs> we just start reviewing porn. Porn. <laughs> um, Jeff, what musical won a breaking 12 Tony Awards? The, oh, uh, Rent? Oh, it's probably Hamilton, isn't it? Uh, nope, nope. It is the producers. Oh, the producers. There you go. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Well, actually, I've I seen. seen uh, I don't know. I've seen the film adaptation, the the Mel Brooks one. Yep. Uh, yep. That's the um, one. I've and then seen. I've also seen the the remake with Matthew Matthew Broderick. Is that one any it's good? Not good. Okay. All right. Good to know. It's like one of those films where, like, I don't know why you would remake it. Because it yeah. doesn't fundamentally. Because a lot of films you remake it, and like the new technology like changes what mm-hmm. the story's about a bit. But this, it, yeah. it fundamentally, is the same film, just, just worse. That's unfortunate. Did you know about that movie? This is kind of similar. Do you know about that movie, Funny Games? That it was Austrian, and then okay, they... okay, okay. I was making sure that it, that was like a translated film that no one, yeah, no, like the, the, it, no one's like, I'm gonna make a film, and the title is called Funny Games. I think it is called no. It's literally called, hold up. Yeah, but then they like remade it. It was it's from uh, Michael Haneke. Is that how you pronounce his name? But anyways, they he remade it like shot for shot, the same movie but in English for the American version. It's the same, just different cast. Yeah. Anyways, but it's, it's just shot weird, like shot for shot. It wasn't just shot like for shot like a same normal adaptation. Everything. Yeah, I have not seen the American version, so I actually can't speak on how accurate it is. But the Austrian version is fantastic it is yeah. an amazing horror movie i know um, that yeah. yeah that steve carell paul rudd movie dinner for schmucks was based oh, yeah. off of like a french film that was supposedly like very good and very funny oh and then the, the american version's not good That's usually how it is yeah yeah although just like had... the best part of it is steve carell i think getting hit by a car was the scene <laughs> yeah it was like the one funny part for me of that film when i saw I it think... in theaters for some reason Wait, I watched that with Jaxie and Nick in L.A. Yeah. Uh, we put it it's on not the great. projector. It wasn't good, but Jaxie and Nick were like, oh, it's so funny. I'm like, I don't think it's that funny. I, it's not, it's not it's, that it, it, okay, good of a it's, movie. It's a movie where like, I can see you being not super upset that you spent time watching it. But it's right. also nothing that you'd ever want to watch again or like tell people. You wouldn't recommend that. Exactly. Yeah. It's it just like, like a, one of those mediocre like. You know, 2010s two in the era films. Yeah, type of movie. Yeah, I mean, I was saying the era it was from, and then you were just like <laughs> went off on a tangent about the time of day that you would have watched that film, and I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna agree with that. that. It's very well. Yeah, I I judge films by what time of day they would play at. <laughs> so like a really bad films like 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Yeah, no one's watching that. 
But <laughs> That's how we should start rating films. <laughs> 7 p.m., you're in yeah. the hot spot. That's prime yeah. movie watching Oh, yeah. Time. Parasite is, is a prime 7.05. And I, I push it back <laughs> five minutes because that means you won't miss it on accident. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're giving room so everyone can settle yeah, in. Yeah, that's how good it is. Mm-hmm. You don't want to miss anything. No. Um, uh, anyways, trivia. Trivia. Well, we already did the trivia. But, oh, uh, we did do the trivia. You got oh, it my God. wrong. Yeah. But we did want to bring up something that we're doing this upcoming week. And because this was Jeff's great idea, I'm going to let him handle it for right now. I mean, now. I think that it was, it was kind of both of our ideas. It was both but, our ideas, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So with everything going on uh, right now in the world and it being Pride, we thought it would be um, nice to, you know, do something about it. Yeah. And uh, so we're sending all of uh, the Patreon money from this month to the Brave Space Alliance, which is Mm -hmm. a uh, black-led trans organization in Chicago. Yep. um, Dealing mostly in the uh, west and south side where there's a lack of these types of organizations. Right. Um, and we're kind of uh, asking if any of you guys also would like to uh, join us in uh, donating. Yeah, we figured like a way of it. We like you guys should consider donating anyways. But if you want a little extra push, we'll be giving a shout out to anybody who donates over five dollars to the organization. Um, yeah, we're gonna have a link in the description of yeah. this episode. Yep, and you guys just send us, uh, tweet at us, or DM us like your receipt. And uh, we'll give you a shout out. And uh, just know you'll be helping a good cause. And uh, yeah, it, I think that's it. Yeah. I and was also gonna... thanks to the, the patrons as well who are making this possible. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Thank you guys as always. Um, but yeah, I was going to read off the, what, the about us on Brave Space Alliance's page, but you got that one covered, Jeff. So I guess we're good. I kind of did. You yeah. did. Um, but yeah. Just be on the lookout for that. We'll definitely like tweet it out and like remind and, and do a little thing. But that's what's going on. Um, now you can have some kind of like transition wipe. Yep, yep. So, so anyways, how uh, how's your day? Wait, no, week. You always say week. I was week. trying to steal your like thunder because you're always the one who transitions. To, oh like, yeah, yeah. The yep. week thing. But here you here we are again. Um, I messed it up. Thing is, like, it's been only not it's when did we it's record been three days it's been three days yeah so not a lot has happened i just like what what was i gonna bring up oh notes are on the phone yeah um i've just been busy i've been working on a school of rock video but i'm almost done with it it's pretty i have this really cool animation of richard link later that i'm proud of i am like i'm getting really into motion graphics as of recently yeah and i won't spend too much time on this because i feel like that will bore people to death but i've been like watching youtube tutorials and like playing around in after effects more and i'm like i can see myself going into motion graphics because it's so So, fun what has it been like for you to have more time for videos than like you used to since you're not splitting with school yeah thing is i'm just i'm like just well here's the deal like my schedule since graduating on saturday my parents were or me and my family were going up to uh my cabin on thursday this week and i need to have a video out by saturday so i've had like three days basically to make this school of rock video so i've been like super busy with that um and also like watching now that like good movies are coming out i've had to watch like staten island which we'll talk about and the five bloods movie uh like i've had so much to catch up on so i've been pretty busy but uh yeah i can't really speak on it as of yet but yeah the five bloods is really good though 
it is super heavy but it's really good um yeah that's how my life has been but that's nice yeah how about how about you jeff <laughs> oh i mean it's been three days um, it's been three days i was i was um with my family yeah a lot last few days uh-huh. yeah before i even knew we were watching this film for this episode we uh we all watched it as a family yeah yep which I is good because then i didn't have to pay the, the 20 dollars right right it. that's interesting we both uh watched the, i watched this with my family too and i was during it i was like this is a weird i think mother-son movie to watch with your mom but you also it went is. through that so yeah it, it is but the thing is that like historically i feel like judd apatow films uh-huh. are very much like films that people see with their families right right so it's like it's because it's, it's just like films where it's supposed to be appealing to like everyone mm-hmm. before we get too deep into the movie but they're not really family films they're not family films no not at all. yeah so not i don't know I, why we see them all with our families we, <laughs> there's nothing else what's to wrong watch? with us yeah <laughs> that's an us problem um but okay i wanted to bring up something real quick and i'll edit this into the video but <laughs> a friend of mine sent this photo today and mm. it's <laughs> i'll just I, I'll, it'll be up on the screen now but jeff is like the face of depaul university for the for right now yeah so okay so i can explain this i'm gonna yeah um, because listen, this is the second friend this has happened to, where their face has popped up on DePaul posters. So what? Yeah. Please explain. Okay, so when I used to work for DePaul at Cinespace, mm-hmm. um, there was one day that was about two years ago, or like yeah. a little less than two years ago, where they set up this whole promotional photography thing, but they didn't have any students as like models, mm-hmm. so they just had the employees who were working be the models for it. <laughs> That's why there's so many film um, kids. Yeah, exactly. So we had to like set up. First of all, we had to set up all of the like this this setup for the photographer before they came. Oh my god! And then after that, then we had to be in the pictures. It was kind of dumb. That's but so funny. I got a free hat out of it. Wow, nice. Um, which is funny because they didn't even use the picture of me in the hat that they gave me to wear for the pictures. <laughs> just, it's such a. I'm good just holding photo. like a, I'm holding like a folder with like, and I'm just next DePaul to someone University. who I who is not there. They I've never met that person that I'm next to in that photo. <laughs> Man, but it's but, in the yeah. So our friend Nick though, he was also he he's was, on the side he's of a on, bus. He's on the side of DePaul's bus that shuttles people between yep. the campuses. If you, if you live uh, in Chicago, there's a good chance you've seen yeah. Nick on a bus. Right. So And that was very soon. That was like months after the photo shoot. And then mm-hmm. this, it, I didn't think they would ever have used mine. Because DePaul was running this very large advertising campaign on like the L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they had a lot of, because their slogan was like, here we do. Which, which doesn't nobody, make that much sense. Nobody it's really understands. Dumb. Yep. But... I was really hoping that I was going to get on an L ad because I was going to then take a picture. I was going to deface it myself and then get a picture of me under it on the L train. Because I thought that would have been really funny. That would have been really but good. Apparently, my photo now is like right outside the student <clears throat> union. Yeah. Which, which mean, is like kind of a prime location. Also, it's like that is a side of campus that you, as a grad student, I feel like have never really been to. Yeah, I had one class on that on the Lincoln Park campus ever. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I barely went to that campus ever since like sophomore yeah. year. I don't show up to. Oh, I actually had a like a, I had to fill out my schedule 
so I actually picked that class because it was on that campus. Wow. Because I wanted like, to see well, what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. And also it was a lot it was closer to where I lived. Yeah. It is a nice campus, but yeah. As someone I've spent too much actually yeah, <laughs> I say I like I don't take any classes there, but I did work at the dorms there. So, I guess I did spend a good amount of time on that campus, but yeah. What you worked at the dorms? Did you not know that? No. That was my yeah, that was my job from all through uh, my sophomore year and part of my junior junior year, yeah, I was one of the desk receptionists at the dorms. Oh, nice! I mean, that's signed. Did you ever in. edit like videos? I edited were... them all the time. Yep. I was about to say because that's like the perfect job. And here's the thing: those jobs make more than the Cinespace jobs, dude. Where yeah. you have to like do a ton of stuff. Yeah. Did yeah. you make like fifteen dollars an hour just sitting there? I in? made bank. Yep. I the, that's the thing. It's like if you're going to DePaul, if you're going to any school. Consider looking at the desk. And the beautiful thing about that job is that you could do homework on the job. It was just a paid study hall. I'd go there and I'd work on homework, occasionally sign people in, and then get paid a lot. And I'm and I was like, and I only quit because like I needed more time to work on videos and stuff, and it just felt pointless. Um, it also was like, like the thing about it is you can't wear headphones, so I'd be working on videos, speaker blasting. Not blasting, yeah. but and then like someone would come in and be like, "Is that your own voice?" I'm like, "Yeah." It was, I mean, it was not a big inconvenience, but <laughs> it's just weird. Um, I, I watched so a lot. Own voice. I watched a lot of movies on that uh, job. I watched. Did you ever good time. anyone to subscribe to you from that interaction? No. Well, yeah. I mean, there were always those kids that were like, "Oh, I'll check out your stuff." I'm like, I didn't ask you to check out my stuff. That sounded so mean. I did, but like, I don't want you to. I was check like, out my "Fuck stuff. off!" Yeah, no, it's not for you. I, but I got. Um, I started getting like recognized near the end. But the thing is, it's not like. Wait, were you recognized for YouTube or just because you were always there? Because you were the door recession. <laughs> You're always here. You know that. You're like, hey, why are you always? I'm like, that's my job. No, but the thing is, it's like it's not. It wasn't like a... It was just the same two kids all the time. And it got weird. It's like they kept seeing me and they were like, Hey, again. I'm like, hey, I'm still here. I don't know. It really... It's not that interesting. I don't know why we talked about this for this long. But <laughs> anyways, Jeff is outside. You know what? Whenever... I'm just going to say while we're talking about YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Yeah? Did you like... Is it um, all set up? Like... is It's the Mantis I mean, I've had right? one. Yeah. It's, it's just the one with the Mantis video on Yep. It. I'll have a. Um, I'll do some I, again. I'm gonna start making like actual content Ooh. at some point in the next couple months. So just like follow me, just uh, as a as a as a little thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get better at the self promoting. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. Have to practice. I'll, I'll help with. I gotta the... do what you do, where I, I take a bunch of like <clears throat> pictures of myself and just post them on all my social media. <laughs> That's I... the thing you have it made, where you have it where you just don't have to even write a caption. You just post a yeah. photo of yourself, and it's like five thousand likes. Dude, it's un. It's honestly, it's annoying because I'll have like a good tweet that I thought of, and I'm like, this is really funny. And those, it's the ones that I think are funny that always underperform. But it's yeah. the stuff there where it's literally I'll tweet something like, "This movie's good," and it'll get. 2000 likes and i'm like why yeah. okay the thing that i don't understand is that like people follow you because they like your videos mostly mm -hmm. and the tweets that get like 30 likes are the ones where you tweet the link to the video yeah yep they never no I'm... one ever likes those and i thought that was ostensibly that's the reason the thing... why they're following you yeah 
I don't get it. it sometimes they do. It, I don't get it. Like, sometimes when it's uh, one of those monthly watch videos, people go, like, crazy for them. You, like, we're talking as if nobody's listening. But, like, <laughs> everyone loves those videos. And I, I I love it. Like, I'll keep doing them. But I just, like, I can't wrap my head around yeah. that. Do you, but, uh, you, you leave out the video, <laughs> the movies you watch for this podcast? No. Well, sometimes. I, I used to, kind of. Um... But now I just go, I'm going to, I feel like I considered, because there was one month where it, pretty much every movie I didn't watch that much. So I was like, this was for my podcast. And I'm like, I'm not going to talk about it here. So go listen to that. And I did that for like four movies. So I was like, what's the point? Uh, yeah. Because I, I saw, I've seen like, I think two of your monthly watch videos. And I think one of them, like you didn't mention the podcast ones and one you did. Yeah. I don't know. But I'll, I, I'm thinking like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but... <laughs> Dude, this is what happens to our podcast on a short week. Yeah. Because normally we just need the whole like week to recharge. And right, I, right. What I do is I shut you off. You try to message me and I just, I block you on all social media until the weekend. Yep. And just so we, we have more things to talk about. come back here and we, yep. But we, hey, yeah. we haven't really hit a dud. We have plenty to talk about apparently. But um, yeah, people just keep yelling at me on Twitter. And so I haven't been on it that yeah, much. So just, so, just note that so be if you want him to pay attention, just, just type like, Ah, and send it to Karsten. Just it's not. Try, just, I don't like how that's gonna end. I don't. Like it. I feel like. Yeah. Um. Anyways, um, our transition to talk about the film now is gonna be. Is I'm gonna take a bite of this nerd rope, which I opened but have not eat, eaten. Okay. Yet. Yeah. 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 This is some ASMR the crunch. I already finished. Some, this is some ASMR. So today we're talking about the king of Staten Island. <laughs> That's going to be the Instagram clip. Uh, <laughs> okay, wait. Speaking of Jeff, before we get into this, I want to get this mm -hmm. thought out there while it's fresh. I realized from now on, we should either at the beginning or during or after the podcast do a pose for the thumbnail. So that I don't have to scroll through okay. and find a good, because I don't know. That's a some, great, yeah, idea. I mean, I had us do that one time with Owen. You, you didn't even use it. <laughs> oh, that's right, I didn't. <laughs> it was I the forgot one where we, I, did we were that. like this. Yeah, and then I. Well, okay, no, I did look at it, and then I put it in Photoshop, and it looked so stupid. <laughs> it made no sense. So I like how that means you thought that when we were doing it at the time, we didn't look stupid. Yeah, I was like, oh, this you will were like, work. Oh, maybe this will work. This will be cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll figure something out at some point. Um, but today we're so, talking about the King of Staten Island, uh, and yeah, it's it uh, directed by Judd Apatow. Is it Tow or Toe? Uh, that's a, you know what I. That's something where if you asked me if I knew how to pronounce his name, I would have said absolutely. And now that you're bringing up those two possibilities, I it could don't be think any, I can say for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna, we're gonna go with Apatow, but that sounds so wrong. But we're gonna. It okay. does sound wrong. It is. But well, then when you say apatow, it also sounds wrong. Yeah. Um. It stars Pete Davidson, and it's not autobiographical, as Pete has said in multiple interviews. It's apparently like seventy-five percent autobiographical, but it's which is still that's pretty pretty autobiographical. autobiographical. Yeah. Like yeah, it's good to note that it's not 
directly autobiographical because right. that would make you think he did some weird stuff that he didn't do. Yeah. But, um, but, but the stuff that it's weird that he didn't do is in the spirit of things that he would have done. Right, right, right. So, yeah. I just explained what semi-autobiographical <laughs> means. <laughs> That's what you're getting on this podcast. Um, I Yeah, when I, I'm trying to... I want to try to do this without Googling the synopsis, but I... Okay, so it's about this guy, Scott, based, like we said, semi-autobiographical about Pete's life. And um, he lost his dad when he was younger. And this is kind of a movie about him trying to cope with that. Uh, basically, his whole family trying to cope with that. And somewhere in the mix, Ray, a new guy who happens to be a firefighter played by Bill Burr, starts dating his mom. And they kind of clash. Um, mm-hmm. I think I did a pretty... I think that's exactly the what the Google you, synopsis says. So you left out one thing is that his dad died in a fire as a firefighter. That's I Which d- is what makes... The, the new fire guy fire, being a firefighter yeah. interesting noteworthy yeah 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 but uh that's pretty much so i would say just like how the same percentage autobiographical this film is is the same percentage your synopsis was correct <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so this movie is really long um it's it's directed by Judd Apatow like i said which makes you think oh it's just it's another comedy it's one of those things not only is it not another comedy it's kind of like a it's pretty much a drama There is not a lot. There is comedy in here, but it's mostly a drama. Um, It's kind of. I mean, I don't know. I would say I still think it's primarily a comedy. Yeah. It's. I mean, of course, there is more drama than some of his. I mean, I think all of his films are pretty tonally consistent. Yeah. I mean, they're all, you know, comedies that have dramatic elements like. I mean, funny people. I actually haven't seen. I think I've only seen like half of his films. Now that I'm thinking about it, but I mean, funny people, which mixed reviews. But mm-hmm. I think tonally, it's very similar to this. Okay, I haven't seen that. I have not seen any of his films. But no, I've seen. Well, I haven't of- seen Forty Year Old Version or Knocked Up in a long time. I've seen them, but not in the last ten years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't know how much I've seen that he's like directed. Um, I've seen plenty that he's, yeah, like, and he's produced, produced and, and uh, stuff, but million films like every Will Ferrell film. Yeah, every yeah. Um, but okay. So, anyways, this is just my. How do we? I have things to say about this, but it's just hard to begin talking about. It. I guess okay. The biggest part about it is Pete Davidson. Here's my mm-hmm. thing on Pete Davidson. I don't. I wouldn't say he's like an amazing comic. I don't think he's like uber talented or anything like Mm -hmm. that but i will watch like anything he's in i have so far watched like most of what he's done unintentionally pretty much he has a very interesting presence yeah and it's and it's weird and especially interesting because he kind of does the same thing in all of oh yeah no he's like a total like one trick kind of guy yeah and that's why i was kind of skeptical going into skeptical yeah I was I was hesitant. I'll say that going into this because it's so long, and I'm like, can Pete? Can a Pete bit be that long? And I know it's like personal, so like there's a lot to unpack. But like, I would say he carried the film. I mean, he did a really great job. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, that it wasn't really like he was trying. It just was naturally very funny and entertaining to watch for the entire time. Um, I 
will say there's a lot of flaws, but I I'm just very surprised at how consistently entertaining it was, um, mm-hmm. or at least he was. Uh, but what the only thing about this and the, what I'm worried about Pete is that he's super interesting. I like him as a guy a lot. Like I would, lo- I can't wait to see where he goes next. But like I don't know where that is because he cannot. This isn't a career. Like, and that's no, the it's one. Not thing. like he's showing amazing range and is like the next great actor. Exactly, and it's like like is he just gonna keep making this film over and over again? Right. But then I look at certain very like distinct actors like adam sandler for example or like i'm trying to think of someone else um but you get what i'm saying like very specific type of comedy where they kind of play the same character but not really um i mean pete is a extreme example of that but they were able to succeed they were just playing different variations of it and i see that being where pete goes but i don't know i i think he's a much better dramatic actor than even he gives himself credit for but that I think this film showcases really well, and I'd just love to see him go down that route a bit more. Um, but, yeah, that's that's my thought on Pete. But I thought he was great in this film, and uh, that was cool to see. Because, and I don't know if you saw it, but I saw Big Time Adolescence 2, and that also came out earlier this year, but it was at Sundance last year. It's on Hulu, and that one he's really playing himself, and it's a pretty just straightforward comedic role, but it's still really good. Um, I have not seen that. It's pretty good. Uh, it's kind of, it's just kind of a run-of-the-mill coming-of-age film, but with Pete. But yeah. Uh, what did you generally, generally think of the film, though, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, it. I think I loved the first half, and mm-hmm. then the second. I mean, I guess we'll get into spoilers in a bit because obviously this film just came out. Yeah, so it's not well, one of those thirty-year-old films where we're like, we're gonna spoil it immediately. Right, right. Um, but like the yeah, no, I think the second half felt a little bit heavy-handed to me. Like it just felt kind of like sort of a Disney montage almost of like yeah everything going right in the certain way. You know, mm-hmm. it was like this weird redemption arc. Right, that just felt right. A little too straightforward. That's a I think specifically the well okay I won't spoil it yet but there's one specific scene where it started to feel very not realistic as opposed to at least as opposed to like what what the rest of the film was doing um, and that just kind of threw me off but I would agree it definitely falls apart a little bit in the second half um, but I think it wouldn't have if he just like cut the film down I yeah. think this well okay I heard heard i believe this is true mm-hmm. that the first scene of the film where they're like all like on the couch mm-hmm. was actually in the middle of the film really and then they moved it to the beginning i believe okay. that's true i should have researched that before we started this mm-hmm. well that would make a lot of sense because there are a lot of scenes in here where it's like yeah i'll watch it and i'll be there for the duration of the scene but in the grand scheme of things it's not adding much to the plot and that it doesn't always need to add to the plot but it's also not adding much to the character um so it really just felt like there are no deleted scenes on the blu-ray of this yeah no it it feels like every yeah it feels like every scene that made it to the final version of the script Mm -hmm. is like in the film yeah um which is 
like i couldn't imagine them adding a scene to this film yeah like what would that even be exactly um but i could i had so many moments where i was like this could have been cut um and it's like, like i don't know i feel like i just remember parts of the film that shouldn't have felt that big like it, i remember him being a waiter for like a really long time in this film dude the waiter thing like we just watched pete davidson be a waiter yeah for like 20 minutes <laughs> it's like there was the fight at the end like the weird fighting uh thing that they do at the end of the night mm -hmm. i just the thing is i, I didn't get that no i didn't get why it was there and part of me is like it maybe does, yeah. part of this might be them trying to say as much about staten island as they can but this film didn't feel like it was about Staten Island. It like, didn't feel like that at all. Yeah. Like, they mentioned it in the beginning, or, like, when they're all outside. Right. Talking about, like, how Staten Island's kind of crappy. Mm hmm But, like, we can make it good. But yeah. it it really just, like, tailed off. Like, it was barely about Staten Island. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, you know, I was going to say something about the end of the film, but we haven't <laughs> we really haven't, we haven't gotten definitively there yet. said that we were, yeah. Yeah. You know who I really liked in this film was uh, Bill Burr. I mm -hmm. thought he was really good. And the thing is, Bill Burr, I like go back and forth on my thoughts on him, but he's had a good week. Uh, there's this film where I really liked him in it, and I don't know if you've seen that uh, clip from of him on Twitter, like checking Joe Rogan on his podcast, but it's great. It's so satisfying to watch someone check Joe Rogan <laughs> and like yeah. tell him to shut up. Um, but dude, he's so good in this. I want similar to Pete. I want to see him do more dramatic stuff because I think his anger, like his angry bit, like works well yeah. in that setting. Um, because it feels yeah, so the, genuine. I mean, the scene was fairly early in the film, but the scene mm -hmm. of him, like, yeah, yelling, yeah, was like one of the best scenes. Right, exactly. That that scene, I was like, okay, this is starting to pick up, and then he doesn't really do the the angry thing for a while um i guess that's kind of a spoiler but not really but yeah i i don't know uh, see, <laughs> carson said he doesn't do the angry thing for a while <laughs> someone's watching this after this and being like well i guess he's not gonna do that for a while <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah i thought i mean he was a clear standout i just wanted to see him i, I don't want to say i want to see him more because honestly the, i i could have seen less of everything in the movie but mm -hmm. you know what i mean uh, I didn't expect Steve Buscemi to be in this. Um, Buscemi? Buscemi. I don't know how to... Is it? I, I feel more confident in this one than the, the first... Yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to go with... Judd I'm going to go with Buscemi. Um, I'm going Judd Apatow, Steve Buscemi. Tao, Shemi. All right. <laughs> those, are, um, those are my two pronunciations that I'm sticking with. Okay. I'm, I'm cool. I that. won't be looking like a fool today, Karsten. <laughs> um... So, but here's the thing. I, I guess I'll start to get into my main problem with this. Is that, like, I didn't... When it ended, like, like I said, I never had a problem watching it. I was... There was never anything remote, like, uh, obviously yeah. wrong about it. But by the time it ended, I was like, what was the point? Um, That's a good way to sum that up. Because there wasn't really any like conflict in this film that was that big no there really <laughs> wasn't a plot and it was more of like an internal conflict and it wasn't even necessarily fully 
resolved in the film. Yeah, no. That's like a little bit. It seemed like a movie that was where its main goal wasn't trying to fix Pete and his and and this is why I kind of respect it. It's it's realistic in this sense and in, in dealing with trauma where it's not trying to fix it, it's just trying to kind of understand it and mm-hmm. move it's it's more about moving on rather than fixing, I guess, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. I think one of my issues though is that that is definitely true and that it it takes a more realistic approach to how someone would deal with that. Mm-hmm. But then you pair that with the completely like ridiculous happenstance second half of the film yeah where it's like this weird paradise pseudo therapy yeah yep and then it doesn't really yeah it, do, it doesn't feel like it it had an ending really um yeah. and i felt very i don't know i i was just so i felt like i spent so much time with pete and i do understand him a bit better now i look at him differently i think he should like leave snl that he needs to they treat him so badly there but like i don't think this was a great film and this leads me well i feel okay i i guess i'll just get this point about cross by saying this um it reminded me a little bit like honey boy where this was a movie for pete the same way that mm-hmm. was for shia and it just wasn't dealt with as much care as like alma harrell did for that movie and i halfway through mm-hmm. this i was like i kind of wish and I don't mean to say Alma Harrell is just like the therapist director who just <laughs> deals with people's problems, but her, she would have had such a great take on this. I feel yeah. like. Um, well, I feel like Honey Boy managed to toe the line of, of it, not feeling like a documentary necessarily, yeah. but the the scenes feeling more akin to like like a real situation. Yeah. Where obviously that's like what ostensibly acting is Mm -hmm. but i just judd apatow makes judd apatow comedies yeah yeah and it felt like you were inserting this more real story into one of those Mm -hmm. where it didn't feel like it never felt like this is what would have really happened Mm -hmm. yeah and the thing is because it wasn't none of the scenes were very harsh no yeah that's even like the big anger scenes of this Mm -hmm. never felt like they were harsh in the same way that honey boy did where they were not traumatizing scenes they just felt like oh this is actually kind of funny yeah, it was like it was like viewing itself through this lens, this comedic lens, rather than Honey Boy, where it felt like this very gritty, realistic approach to these traumatizing events in someone's life. That's a good point. Yeah, and I think the like Staten Island. I guess Staten Island works better in that way because I think Pete is more on brand with this than he would be in a Honey Boy scenario. Mm-hmm. But I agree. I think this is kind of stuck in the middle of what it wants to be. But it, I would say, like, I do like the tone of this film. And it makes me want to... I doubt everyone's saying this is kind of different from what Judd has done. But I would watch, like, more of his stuff. Because I just thought the... See, f- what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, yeah, that's it's funny that you say that. Because obviously it counters the thing I said in the beginning. I don't know. I mean... Again, it's been a few years since I've seen Funny People, but that that like the feeling from that for mm-hmm. me was similar. Maybe it's not similar to because I imagine Four Year Virgin and Knocked Up are a, a lot more on the comedy mm-hmm. side, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Funny People is at least a little bit darker, so that's why that would be the one that I think it for me it was the one that it felt similar to. Gotcha. Yeah, I like the thing I just I appreciate most about this movie, and it's also a flaw is that it feels, and this kind of brings back my very first point, is that it feels 
like a drama with comedic elements in it. Like it's it's finding the humor in these awful moments. But in that, like you said, it's bringing away a lot of like real harshness that I think is crucial to caring about what's going mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah, I'd ever, and that's the thing for something that where there's like a mental illness side of it, mm-hmm. it it never makes you really feel like there is. Yeah. That's like there, it feels like there's true. so much agency in everything Pete does in this film. Yeah, that's yeah. Like I, so yeah, I don't know. It's I, difficult to know how to like interpret that sometimes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you had any spoilers. Uh, did you have a spoiler point you wanted to bring up? Um, not really. The only time I was getting close to that was. Uh oh, Jeff actually did spoil it very slightly. It's not a big deal, but if you want to skip that, go to the 38 minute, 38 second mark. Thanks. At the end of the film, I was going to say it was like about Staten Island, where the when they went to New York City, like Manhattan, obviously oh, Staten yeah, is part yeah. of New York City, but when they, it was like a big thing that they were leaving Staten Island to go to like the city. Yep. But they both then were like going to go back. I don't know. Yeah. It was just more of a Staten Island centric <clears throat> point where that was one of the times they actually emphasized that it's like a different place. Yeah, yeah. Should I put a spoiler for that beforehand? I think you can. If All you, right. I don't know. I don't know if any. That's like not. It's barely. You it's know just what? saying they go to Manhattan at the end. <laughs> yeah. I will anyways, because I, I guess I'll just bring up one thing that I really wanted to bring up, which was, and I don't know if you know who this is, but Action Bronson comes in at the end. I'm aware of who that is. Yeah. He's like. He's like kind of in the underground scene of rap, but he also has that one cooking show. He's really mm. funny, and he's so funny in this movie. <laughs> like I loved his cameo so much, and uh, but again, like didn't see the point in why it was there. Like it was super funny, but it just it, it makes total sense that you brought up that that first scene could have been in the middle of the movie because at the end of the day, this just felt like a bunch of scenes thrown together in a way mm-hmm. that could vaguely connect to each and other. It's it's like pretty funny and it's easy to watch and it's yeah. like it's pretty entertaining but it, this film does not really make you think. Yep, exactly. In in a way that I think you expect it to based on the subject matter. Right, right. Um so yeah, I think that's most of what I have to say about this. Um I wish I <sighs> I, I really wanted to like this, and I still do, but I can't deny the fact that it just feels very empty in a lot of spaces, and that I felt mm-hmm. nothing by the end, um, unfortunately. But I think this is like a, I'm, I think this is a great uh, moment for Pete, and I think Pete has a really bright future ahead of him. <laughs> so I guess that's... That, that was very that's, uplifting. That's what honestly. I'll end on, That yeah. statement made me feel more than the film. <laughs> Um, what are you feeling for a score? Um, I, so I gave it, I was in between three and three and a half and you know what? I, I just went three and a half. Nice. Okay. That is exactly what I'm in between right now. And today I'm feeling a three. So we'll, we'll stick it there. Um, but that was the King of Staten Island. It is, I'm not going to lie. Really? You say it. You first, you don't lie. I <laughs> <laughs> It is. I was gonna say like it's available on Amazon, but it's like twenty dollars if you want to watch it. But uh, it is, yeah. So it's more of like a watch it with multiple people. Yeah. And, uh, either have your parents pay for it. Yep. Or you just like split it with a bunch of people. Yeah. Although again, only if the place that you're watching in lets you have gatherings with other people. That's true. Yep. 
Um, uh, now, what I was going to say is the final rating for this film, what time of day are we giving it? <laughs> I'm giving it like a solid... Um, I think like a 4.30 I was thinking that, yeah, 4.30. Like, you just got off work, you'll go hit up the movies. But yeah, by the time you the get movies, out, you're, but you're just going to continue with you your still night. Some, yeah, you still have some stuff to do. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. This isn't... So it's like, and then if you want to, you can watch a better movie later. Exactly. This isn't your night plan, but it's an after mm-hmm. work plan. You're going to do yeah. this after work, but you're not going to make a night out of it. And at 4.30, maybe you're even sneaking out a little bit early. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, something Pete would do in this film. Oh, yeah. Uh, Except for he, he wouldn't because he wouldn't have a job. No, yeah. Um, cool. Well, that's that. We can move on to some questions. Um, we got some... I Dude, We I had to like narrow them down. We have questions for next week now and this week, of course. Uh, people... I, I, I don't know. I like the questions. Um, <laughs> it's loading. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, I guess I'll take this time to say if you want to get in on this fun, um, go to the Carscast subreddit r slash Carscast. We're almost at a thousand um, subscribe members. That's what they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Alternately, you can physically mail a postcard to Karsten with a question on it. Yeah. Yep. This is only for people who already know his address because I'm not going <laughs> to reveal it on the, the yeah. Carscast. Um, where is it? Oh, wait. I saved him to my phone photos okay wait i only saved okay you know we'll we'll just do this first one okay this one comes from kiki key 521 it is how are both of your golf games and i wanted to bring this up because i recently decided i'm gonna get into golfing again because my friend at home is like going golfing at this place near our plate near our house and i'm like hey i'm gonna join uh so golf is on the mind but how's your golf game i okay so i'm from florida which is a very good state for golfing right possibly the biggest state for golfing it's like where all the pros live. yep um i actually did not start golfing until i was 20 which is very stupid wow. so i would have been really good if i started when i was young yeah um but because i started when i was 20 i'm not very good mm-hmm. but i had a stretch where like when i lived in florida on um, the final couple years of undergrad and then like right after i graduated i was there for like another year um i was playing like pretty regularly like i probably played you know 25 rounds a year or something for Mm -hmm. a few years and then like i the last few years when i was in chicago when i come home i would play but in the last i would say the last year i've traveled so much and like there's been like you know covid Mm -hmm. i think i've played one round in the last year damn you gotta so if i had to guess if like say i was gonna play like a normal par 72 like tomorrow my guess is that I would probably be shooting somewhere like 115. Yeah. Which when, I, when, I, when I was at my best, I would I would shoot usually mid 90s, pretty consistently. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's like it's yeah, it's decent. It's for, like <clears throat> for someone who plays golf like once or twice a month, it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I hmm. We should play golf sometime. We should. I have clubs in Chicago. Awesome. How much is the um like is that one near the lake? I'm assuming that's kind of pricey. That one is a like a a nine hole course. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I prefer to do one, nine anyways. Yeah, but yeah, there's one that's actually like it's on Addison, but like twenty or thirty minutes like west, and it's really nice, and it's like kind of in like a nature preserve area, Ooh. sort of nice. But that one's like pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and that that one was like maybe low thirties. Okay. Or eighteen cool cool um i'm for nine probably like 20 or something yeah 
I'm gonna guess I'm in like the 115, more like I'll say like 100 range for like a par yeah. 72. I have also yeah. not played in a while. And what's the furthest you've ever driven the ball? God, I can't remember. But I, I, yeah, I haven't gone to a driving range in a long time. I did go. Have you ever been to Top Golf? Have we talked about this? No. I went. The, I went. My only. I think top, you talked about this one. Yeah, it was in Florida, in Orlando, when I went there for the Orlando Film Fest. I went with my dad to Top Golf, and it was a great time. It's awesome. Yeah, it looks fun. But uh, um, yeah, I can't anyways, remember. Anyways, my longest drive Uh-oh. was it's two ninety five. Yo, that's pretty good. It is. It is pretty decent yeah, yeah, yeah i'm very tall so that helps oh yeah, yeah yeah um but that's i think i've hit like one that was 285 as well and those mm-hmm. are the only times i've ever gone over like 275 okay they were just like two like fluke drives that I happened to hit perfectly <laughs> nice see i went to golf camp as a kid so i okay. should be decent do you want to see my golf swing I, right now? i did once as well i just it was just for like two weeks okay what you have yeah wait you have some golf thing next to you I, no i was gonna ask if you want to see my golf swing because we're oh yeah well, let's do it you know what i don't have that much room i take it back well actually you know what i, I already brought it up oh see i can't hear you now but we're gonna do the yeah golf. that's fine so we're just gonna plop it right here so you have yeah the so you can't see that <laughs> so we're gonna move the mic right like this and yeah so that's my golf swing so um, yeah it did i mean really it not looked like someone mimicking content? a golf swing but the i think the issue is that you need a golf club wait what yeah oh so yeah the issue <laughs> is that you kind of need a golf club with the weight to actually have the swing like right 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 but it was pretty good form right but yeah i mean it was i couldn't see your feet and that's a pretty important part of it <laughs> I mean, it, I can. The only thing I can say is that it wasn't terrible. Okay, thank you. Like, and again, I'm not very good at golf. Like, we would probably shoot within like ten strokes of each other for sure. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. But we're, we would have an awful golf golf match, round. Yeah. Whatever. It, I mean, once I played golf like super drunk with a friend who was more drunk than me. Like, we, it was a nine a.m. round, and we both like chugged four locos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ew. That's which awful. is like a, you know caffeinated like beer drink. Yeah. It's, like, super alcoholic. Um, and I shot, and then because we were drunk, we decided to play from the tips. Wow. That's the decision you would make when you're drunk, yeah. which is like the furthest, the furthest, you know, make the uh, holes as long as possible. Right. Um, and so I shot 150 and he shot 160. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is a lot of hitting. Yeah. And it was pretty hot out. So it wasn't a good idea, man. All right. Well, that's the golf talk for the week. <sighs> well, also the, the on day. that round, it was um, in Orlando, mm-hmm. and on the 18th green, there was just a giant flock of wild turkeys. <laughs> That's not. Like, we had to like we had to like run up there to like get them away so we didn't hit them with the ball. Yeah. See, because I didn't want to hit into a wild flock of turkeys. Yeah, I would just like to say like I being a caddy was like one of the worst experiences of my life. I hated it. Especially being a four caddy. I don't know if you know what that is, but that you don't carry the bags, but you go out to the, you run out to the hole every time they uh, mm-hmm. hit off the tees. Yeah. Um, and you just watch for where the ball's going. And the terrifying thing about that is you're like where the balls land because you're trying to find where they, and you like. It, right. So you, have you ever been hit? 
No, but I've had a ball. I've been I've been sitting somewhere and lost the ball, and the ball landed right next to me. And I was like, it was literally the most terrifying thing I've ever. I was like, I think that was my you, last day. I was like, yeah, why Fuck don't you this. wear a helmet? Um, they don't let you do that. And also, I didn't want to be the helmet guy. <laughs> I don't. Nobody. They were all mean. I got locked out of the caddy shack on my second day. I hated being a caddy. It was the worst. <laughs> um, Did I ever give you like a good tip though? I got a few good tips, but I also I got more bad tips than I did good ones. And you know mm. what? Maybe I was just a bad caddy, but I will forever blame that on them rather than me. I <laughs> they were just they were assholes. That'd be so funny if a caddy like a guy hits a bad shot and the caddy's like, it's your fault. <laughs> Literally sometimes they'd be like like we would be hitting it off in the first three holes, and then they'd start having a bad game, and that's when they start just like hating me. And I'm like, sir, I'm just carrying your clubs. Um. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. Golf. Be a desk uh, receptionist we both, instead. We both know how to play it. Yep. We're both not very good. Yeah. I've talked about my best job experience and my worst job experience on this podcast. Um. Anyways. This next one comes from only for Jeff Cast, and it is with Tenet here in little over a month. What would you say is your favorite and least favorite Christopher Nolan movies? I hope you have a great day. And I, I wanted to bring this up mostly to ask you, like, what what do you think about the fact that they're opening, they might be opening theaters for Tenet? Um, yeah, I mean, that's something where when it's going to happen. Yeah. Kind of, you know, we have to just see where, yeah. thing is, to see where we're at. I'm, like, kind of depending on that because, like, I've, I've had a... I've said this like a few different times, but I, I was planning on doing a Christopher Nolan rank video like I do for most like big directors. Oh, yeah. So I was kind of like, uh, what's the word? Depending on that movie. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I, I want to go see it really badly, but I really, uh, especially in Chicago, I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Um, we're going to see. But uh, as far as Christopher well, Nolan movies, I'm not like that big of a Christopher Nolan fan, so... I, I don't even know what my favorite movie of his is. Yeah, I mean, I've only seen The Dark Knight, Inception, Interstellar, Dunkirk. Okay. That's kind of the general, the top four that people have seen. Um, I guess I really, I did like, uh, I like, you know what, this is, uh, I liked, hmm, you know, I'm going to say Inception. Inception was really cool. I I saw Dunkirk at the music box, and that was fun. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, I think that's my favorite just because it, it's at least like a very interesting film. Yeah, yeah. Dunkirk is I feel like awesome. it's Dunkirk. You, the thing about Dunkirk, it's like a film that I think you have to watch on a really big screen. Yeah, I have not rewatched it since I saw it in theaters, and I don't think I will. I don't know. Ever? Well, maybe. I, not I, even for your, your Christopher Nolan ranking? I'm definitely not rewatching think? it for that. I, I have to rewatch Interstellar. I'm not... Yeah. Yeah. Interstellar. Okay. I enjoyed Interstellar. Uh huh. That's the one where I mentioned that I saw it at the the Navy Pier IMAX. Yeah. Yeah. And I was in the I was in the front row on the side, so I like <laughs> couldn't I I couldn't see the whole screen with just like my field of vision. I had to like look around. Yeah. That's which is funny because when characters were like talking to each other on the screen, I had to like look back and forth. It was like a real conversation was happening in front of me. I was like, <laughs> "You're in the movie." Um. Yeah, but yeah, that one just the ending was weird. Mm-hmm. That's because uh, it seemed like the science it, they took like a lot of care to make the science mm-hmm. kind of make sense. 
Right. And then the ending was just like, it felt so like, I guess people are like, you know, there's theories like maybe this could be sort of true, but like it just seemed kind of a bit strange. Yeah. You know what? This is going to get me a lot of hate and I don't think it's a bad movie, but I'll say Dark Knight is my least favorite. That doesn't mean I don't like it. It's just out of his bunch. I don't. Yeah, I think it sounds it's, like you're gonna have a dark night I'm when all these <laughs> fanboys keep yelling at you. <laughs> I like any movie. That's that's why I'm like this video is gonna suck because any movie I put last is gonna get trashed because his fan base is so strong. Yeah, a dark night does sound like some kind of like um <laughs> like it just sounds like some kind of like thing that someone would do to you, like it, where it's like you like tp someone's house and then like spray paint the toilet paper black yeah just Wait, like black out your windows paint. or something <laughs> do you hear about john he got it, dark just, it sounds like a prank yeah <laughs> he got the dark night treatment <laughs> or they just say he had a dark night that's it's <laughs> like the most underwhelming movie ever oh that'd be so funny okay it would it really wouldn't be um <laughs> <laughs> uh what was the last one? Oh, this one comes from a uh, stop motion samurai and it is now that you are both graduates um what are your craziest college stories that you would like to share? Feels cool to be a, an alumni. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, in, <laughs> I'm in that group. Um uh I mean I have one that's not really I feel like no one wants to share any stories that are like kind of sketch on a podcast. Yeah, the crazy. So I'll just share one that is like legitimately crazy. Yeah, yeah. In that it's weird that it happened. Yeah, go for it. And I might have shared this once on this podcast because again we've had so many episodes. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But uh, it was when my roommate and I were gone from our apartment for like a week, mm -hmm. and it was in the middle of the summer in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. Now, people from Florida know that in the summer, we have these bugs called love bugs. Right. Um, and there's just swarms of them in the middle of the state. So, like, when you drive on a highway, your car will just be covered in them. Yeah. Uh, so, the weather stripping at, like, the bottom of the door, like, was just, like, had a hole in it. And there, I guess there was, like, the top of this apartment complex. There was kind of, like, a wind tunnel that kind of, like, pushed the wind towards our door. Mm -hmm. So... I come back after this like week we were both gone and I open the door and my wall is just covered in thousands of love bugs like inside the apartment. It's <laughs> awful. Like thousands of them. That's really They're just covering the walls. It looked it looked oh, like wallpaper. That's terrifying. Now the good news is they don't bite. But it was just like I was like what? So I spent I spent about 90 minutes and I just had to like I had to vacuum them. It was the only way I could get rid of them. Oh my god. I, so I spent 90 minutes just vacuuming bugs. I don't like that at all. I hate bugs, and that just really skews me out. That's not like, well, I guess that is. Love bugs are chill, though. And also, it doesn't I guess matter. Where, like, I would touch them with my hands because, like, when you have a million of them in your You have to. Yo, yeah, you have to. Don't care anymore. Jesus, dude. That sucks. Well, all right. I, I don't. Can I count Paris? Like yeah. a thing that have I told you about the bus thing that happened there? Oh, I definitely have. Uh, tell I don't remember if you have, so tell me again. Okay, I I it was just like we were taking the we took an overnight bus back from Amsterdam to Paris, um, and it was like the worst idea. 
Like it took, this isn't that crazy. I really had an underwhelming, I get it. It took like 14 hours. I was up the whole time. Like three guys got kicked off of the bus. Um, I was stuck with my friend Chris in the same, like we were in the same row. Um, and Chris really had to go to the bathroom as in like a number two and the toilet was broken on the bus. Um, and they were out of toilet paper and I was like, you can use my sock. And I like gave him my, (laughs) and I was, he was like dying in the seat next to me. He never used my sock. Um, and it was just a bad night. It was, yeah, yeah. it's not that crazy, but it was just awful. Well, so that r- reminded me because I did two study abroads, but they were like short term, mm-hmm. uh, and they were doing archaeology in the Bahamas. Oh, um, so the the uh, the second one I did though, there was something that like happened on it that was so crazy that I can't say it on this podcast because <laughs> it's like it's too crazy. Yeah. Okay. But but you just want to acknowledge it. <laughs> I just wanted to acknowledge that I have a crazy story. Yeah. But it's, it's too it's too crazy. Okay. <laughs> yeah noted yeah i have uh, the my immediate thought i did have an immediate thing that i i could have said that was the most like it was the craziest and definitely yeah it, it was a really intense experience but i'm not bringing it up for the sake yeah. of i mean one time the person i involved. beat you in a smash brothers tournament when i don't even own a Nintendo <laughs> switch so dude i will say like the smash tournaments we had were like my favorite those were some of my favorite times in college i will and we're, we're gonna make them happen again they're not done but that was uh yeah anyways um cool well i think that's all we have for questions for this week we have a lot of I think so good ones lined up for next week um we are gonna you know what i'm gonna decide this meme of the week is getting pushed back again i we're already meme too of deep. the month meme of the month yep it's getting at this point it's gonna be meme of the last two months <laughs> yeah it's gonna be meme of the two months yep um and yeah so what do we was there any further update on that on meme of the month yeah no we're gonna figure that one out um but that's what we got uh i guess we'll finish this off by thanking a oh i also have one other announcement go for it um the Carscast movie has also been pushed back <laughs> i was gonna okay like last week i was like what happened to the Carscast movie uh dude it like Fell when apart. i wrote out all of the things i'd have to do it just got like a lot for right now yeah but it's gonna happen at some point before this podcast ends yeah which could be it's a long yeah. time from now but yeah. it will happen so yeah like in that like the work that i put on it so far will be a part of it yes yes i'm excited it's just that i think it can't be the only part of it because that movie would be too stupid like i think that can be a part of like something else <laughs> mm-hmm. it's gonna be stupid regardless yeah but, uh, so when we when we things get back to normal and we both are in the same place yeah we're gonna make it happen yeah um cool what was i gonna i was just gonna promote something <laughs> that's it for announcements <laughs> of us pushing things back <laughs> Um. Okay. Well, for, as for a review, uh, every week we like to leave or we like to read reviews to encourage you guys to leave reviews. It helps us out a lot. Um, this one comes from Delighted in Detroit. Um, the subject line is impeccable vibes, five stars, and it reads: It's like two friends keeping you company. Basically, the only reason I survived quarantine. 
Thank you. So oh, much. thank you. That's that is very accurate. That is literally what this podcast. We're just is. hanging out. You guys are part of it. Um, so yeah, thank you. Delighted in Detroit, and uh, we also are lit reasonably similarly today. Like you're, you can tell that your light is kind of off to the side here. Yeah, it's a weird like. And it's mine's a, like right, right. Mine's yeah. a big clunky light, but the thing is yours, it's like as soon as you hopped on the Zoom call, I was like, Jeff has a light. Like it's that kind of lighting where I'm like, yeah. He's... Well, I, yeah, and this, because everything else is dark, I actually, it's a light panel that's being bounced off the ceiling oh, wow. just for a more ambient. So that's a really bright light. Is that it's, the it's panel bright, one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the, yeah, it's a panel, yeah. Okay, nice. Um, well, we'll finish things off by thanking our patrons. Um, if you would like to become a patron, Go to patreon.com slash carscast. It would really help us out. Um, and you get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shout-outs at the end of every episode, and much, much more. So we would like to thank Allison Grace, Annabelle Falk, Boat, Connor Holmes, Dr. Aneurysm, Eden, Ethan Kell, Holly Edwards. If Carscast is so good, where is Carscast 2? <laughs> uh, Iron Tusk 93, Iva... Jacob Colness, Joshua Krizwicki, Josie Eiler, June Australian Winter, Liv Rob, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Moses Ox, Ready Steady Ernie, Robert Burke, Sergio Palacio, Sophia Arieta, The Rat from Ratatouille, Vegard Strom, Vera S., and What's the Matter? Thank you so much. You guys are the best. Um, that one, that name change got me this time. I don't know why Cars Cast 2 is funny. <laughs> it's just an alternative. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that those jokes were like kind of starting to hit a lull they were and, you know, yeah we yeah, got yeah. brought back into it we got brought it keeping us on our toes um and i don't know what to refer to this person as because i only know them as these names <laughs> um but thank you um cool well god what else was that? i had something else i wanted to say but i have no idea what it was uh i wrote down jeff sign from depaul to see well i guess that's all i have to say all right um do you have anything else was to say? It? it was about the DePaul Student Center yeah. photo, but that we already talked about that. So we did. Oh, oh we have to pose. do the. <laughs> yeah. I, All right. Um, so I'm just gonna be like. Okay. No, I'm gonna. I, in chat. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna give a. No, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Dude, honestly, the way that you sat there for a second, it looked like you were wearing like a shirt with like a popped collar. Oh wow, yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm just gonna give it a thumbs up. Wait, get move your hand down so it's not out of frame. And then, do I go like? No, that's, uh, no, wait, that's wait, good. Wait, that's wait, good. Wait, should we also do a thumbs up? Should we do no? Hey, that's good. That's good. <laughs> it's just King of Staten Island. That's me. I'll put crowns on yeah. us. We're the kings of Staten. Okay. We're dragging so this out. If you leave this into the podcast, that'd be really funny, especially for the I'm audio version. Fully leaving it out. Right. It'll just be gaps of silence. Okay. Jeff, do you have anything else to say? Uh catch you on the flip side. No, catch you on the flip side. What? <laughs> I'm gonna get some side. <laughs>